it's going to be difficult, uh, Sakina, at this point for people to strike a consensus regarding uh, candidates that need to be um, uh, voted to lead the ANC later in the year in December. Because that requires that work must have already started and certain uh, attitudes or behavior that we have seen among the factions uh, should have been avoided already. But uh, I think the horses already bolted and I think that uh, the divisions are very sharp and they are very deep within the ANC that it is going to be very, very difficult to arrive at that consensus. Unfortunately, the party has allowed itself to institutionalize those factions to a point where I don't think they can even imagine uh, working without uh, pursuing those factions that have started far back within the party. So it is a good call. At least it demonstrates that the ANC members are aware of the deep divisions and are aware of the problems that the party are facing. But you really need a long-term solution to this. Just talking about it, that you want to avoid uh, a conflict, it's not going to help at this point. I think that those divisions are too deep to be dealt with before you get to the elective conference in about four months' time. But if one looks at uh, the president of the ANC, uh, uh, President Jacob Zuma, and his utterances over the weekend, uh, that would seem to suggest that we will see a deepening of those uh, uh, factions, of those divisions within the African National Congress. If, of course, um, in uh, yesterday's uh, National Working Committee meeting, they actually did manage to agree on on actually putting pressure on and maybe even purging those who voted against um, the president as it is put, although it was, you know, against the motion. Exactly, Sakina. The president's utterances and also some of his allies have have followed suit in supporting his call, uh, his intimation that those who voted against him in parliament need to be disciplined. That just shows how ANC members are actually willing to invest their time in fighting against each other. Because if you look at it, Sakina, the motion has passed. You ask yourself, what is it that will be served by actually um, victimizing the people after the fact? It shows the willingness, actually, uh, by ANC members to pursue this factional politics, and that is not going to help. There is no way under the sun, I think, that uh, those actually members who voted against President Jacob Zuma will actually uh, take this line down. So what that means is that instead of the party trying to consolidate, instead of the party meaningfully working towards this possible consensus, which is quite elusive, now you see people investing time in further dividing the party and in further ossifying those divisions that are there within the party. It's not going to help and it is going to create only losers and winners. That has been the approach within the ANC in their last two successive elective conferences. But isn't that the clearest indication that this is not about the ANC, but about individuals within the party who have, perhaps in some instances, become bigger than the party. It is about the individuals. There are individuals who have actually uh, appropriated the structures of the party to their own interest. But I also think that we should also talk about the structures of the party as well. The main question that always bothers me with the NC when I look at how they deal with these internal divisions and other mediation processes that they could undertake is that there seems not to be awareness that you actually need to allow for open expression of ideas within uh, 
the ANC. You should not castigate people because they are different. The idea of unity, as we used to know it within the ANC, that uh, comes from the time when the ANC was the leader of the liberation movement. It's gone and it will never be retained. The best thing you can do is to just restructure this party and allow for open contest. Take away the secrecy and also try to instill the, the culture of competition when it comes to election of leadership and when it comes to people making themselves available. In that way, the ANC can adjust itself to becoming a modern party presiding upon cadres who live in a society where individuals are known to be competitive. You cannot stop competition. All you have to do is to allow it in a way that at least the consequences do not result in the erosion of the party. And I think they have not done very well. The NC is caught between two traditions. They keep on uh, invoking this tradition of saying we want unity as in the old days of unity. And yet what you see is that people who are talking, uh, trying to advise within the party, taking a different line, often get castigated. So it is the party that is failing to modernize. And I think they need to take this thing seriously because it's a structural issue. It goes beyond the individuals. The individuals will always be there to take advantage of the party that does not cope or that has not fully adjusted itself to operating in a modern, open society. What the party needs to do is to just rethink about its structures and cope and adjust towards the, uh, the new system and uh, adjust towards the type of cadre that they attract in these days. Is the party capable of doing that, though? Does the party have the leadership that is capable of bringing about those sort of changes? And with the the elective conference looming, um, can the new leader, whoever that may be, do they even have a raindrop's chance in a very hot place of unifying the party? I think, Sagina, this has become a life-and-death situation for the ANC. They no longer have the luxury of even asking themselves if they are capable of doing that. If they do not do that, they are actually going to be crowded out. They are going to have serious problems, as we are seeing. They are devoting much of the time towards those internal conflicts because they could not uh, institutionalize their structures in a way that could resolve this conflict in an open manner. So they don't have the luxury of deciding whether or not this is a good thing, this is they have to do it unless otherwise their party will not survive and it will actually implode uh, as elections go, go by. So it, 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 this is, is a necessity. They, have, they no longer have that chance of uh, even deliberating about uh, uh, the possibility of this and so forth. They have to do it or face an imminent implosion. Well, Ralph Mateja, we'll leave it there for this morning. Uh, thank you so much, political analyst and author Ralph Mateja.